0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1478. It's about time. Use a clock to give directions in English.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, learn a fun, fresh, and subtle way to point someone in the direction of something in English. Make this native technique a part of your English repertoire. Listen in today.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of
1: America NA, member FDIC. Hey, Michelle, how's everything going? Hey, Lindsay. Good, good. How are you? Oh, my gosh, I'm good. I can't believe we're getting into the month of December. It's crazy. It's so crazy.
0: I know. It's been a weird year, but
1: here we are. Here we are. And I'm so excited for tomorrow's web class. Right, It's happening tomorrow and later in the weekend. Michelle, what are our listeners going to learn if they join the free live web class?
0: Well, guys, it's really important to be able to follow along when you are in a conversation with multiple people people, right? Yeah. So you have practiced listening to, you know, Lindsay, with all of us speaking, but mm-hmm. now you're gonna get us all clumped together in one place. <laughs> and it's important to really have this skill of being able to um, understand and understand how to break into these conversations when it's with more than just two people, more than with just one person. So we're all going to be there and you are going to learn how to do this in English, right, Lindsay? Yeah, it's going
1: to be so cool. I mean, you guys have told us maybe you have improved from the point of when you first found Allers English understanding 50% of our conversations up to 90% now because you stuck with it. We want to get you to the same place, that same amount of improvement with fast group conversations, which is a totally different ball game. Speaking of baseball <laughs> idioms <laughs> that we did last week, Michelle ball game. It's a whole nother ball game when you're listening to a group, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yes, we will see you there. Make sure that you come sign up for this class. We can't wait. com slash coffee.
1: Yes, you guys there. Okay, Michelle, what are we talking about today? Something about timekeeping and clocks?
0: Well, you actually came up with this idea, Lindsay, and I love this idea. So you were saying that we should do something about how we use clocks to locate an image. So, for example, if you say something like, do you see that bird in the tree? It's at your six o'clock.
1: Yeah, because someone, I don't know, I thought of this idea a few months ago because someone said it to me, right? They said, yeah, you're one o'clock. And I was thinking, wow, that's, you know, that's what would be a really cool topic that I feel like no one else has ever talked about on any English podcast anywhere. (laughs) So this is really good stuff for our listeners here. Okay. How do we get started on this then, Michelle?
0: Okay. So, well, instead of, I think that this is a really helpful way to talk about where something is located because Mm -hmm. instead of being vague with directions, it allows you to be pretty accurate, right? So basically what it is, is we imagine the person we're talking to is at the center of a clock. So mm-hmm. picture exactly. clock and then we'd point out something specific based on where the hands would be. So for example, right. if you say it's at your three o'clock, it's to the, well, it's to the person's the right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about where Directly. everybody is facing. So right. to the person's right. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about what the person is seeing, that person's three o'clock, not my three o'clock, right, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, right. And that's an important piece of this. It's to your three o'clock or to my three o'clock. That's what you have to think about, guys. So if someone says to you, if you ask someone, hey, where's the convenience store? I need to go get gas for my car. Okay, you're here. It's to your three o'clock. Look over there across the street, right? Directly to your right. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And then at nine o'clock would be to the person's left.
1: Yes. I
0: mean, Lindsay, when would you use this?
1: I think it's used a lot when someone can't see something, it's maybe there's a lot of things out there. And it would be really hard. Think about what else would you actually say? It's to your right? Oh, it's that thing there. There's all these things going on, right? Maybe you're at the top of a skyscraper or something. Um, and mm-hmm. the person's trying mm. to show you that their work building down in a certain district of the city, how the heck could you find that without using these clock hands, I think?
0: Right, it allows you to be very specific. I also feel like it's used famously um, Mm -hmm. to secretly tell someone where something is. So for example, I'm thinking about being at a bar and you see somebody that you're interested in and you're like, hey, at your two o'clock, that girl's cute or whatever. Like that's how I've heard it used
1: like in in party movies or things like that. Yeah, I like that better. I love that, Michelle. Very stealth, very stealth. Yeah.
0: And in in researching this, I've also seen that it could be used in the army or in aviation, but I don't know too much about it, but it definitely makes Mm. sense.
1: Yeah, I could see that kind of directions, that sort of thing, maybe with navigation or like using compasses, that sort of thing. Who knows? I don't know how to read a compass, to be honest. <laughs> you don't know how to read a compass. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't I'm know. surprised because you're a Why? hiker. You might oh, need to get gosh. yourself out of some wilderness. Yeah, or something. but I don't
1: hike alone. So <laughs>
0: thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the compass reader. No, no, no.
1: All right. Uh, so let's give some examples then.
0: Definitely. Let's go for it. Okay. So.
1: Okay. What's the first one, Lindsay? Okay. There's the sign I was looking for. Look, you don't see it. It's at your two o'clock. Okay. Here's one question, Michelle. Would we ever say it's at your two? Could you say that? I don't think so. No, no, no. No, Uh uh-uh. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I just wanted to check what you thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. You, you definitely need the o'clock. That's very important. Otherwise, it's just going to yeah. sound funny. Like what? It's at my two? I don't right. know. That does, doesn't weird. sound right to me. Yep. I agree. What else? Right. Okay. So... Uh, you could also just say the number. Like, let's say we are facing the same direction, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to say it's at my or it's your. You might be able to just say the number. I hear this as well. So you could say something like, wow, that girl has a beautiful smile. Four o'clock.
1: <laughs> ah, so instead of saying it's at your or look to your, you're saying just four o'clock, the time. Interesting. Right. Now, I've heard this. <sighs> yeah. That's why, yeah. That's why I'm so glad we're doing this because our listeners, guys, maybe you've heard people say this before. It would sound so weird if you didn't hear this episode. (laughs) why is this person (laughs) talking about the time after they pointed out this beautiful girl it makes no sense (laughs) but now it does right
0: right oh my gosh yes for sure yeah you don't want to be looking at your clock you actually want to be looking around (laughs) you so definitely an important distinction here to be able to connect with people so um another one would be like let's say we are looking you're trying to meet me right and you don't Mm -hmm. know where i am so Mm -hmm. i could be on the phone with you and i might say something like Lindsay, i'm standing at your seven o'clock do you see me
1: Right. Yes. I like that. I like that. So good. Okay. Those are perfect examples. Very native and natural. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And I feel like those ones are easier. Like, so numbers that are not at all uh, as obvious. Like so if I say twelve, it's obvious because I could say straight ahead. If I say three, yeah. I could say to your right, directly mm-hmm. to your right. Six, Behind right? Behind you. Behind mm-hmm. you. Nine right. I feel like this is really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. like specifically when it's not those numbers, but you can use those as well. So, you know, right. you can always say, oh, it's at your three o'clock or whatever. It doesn't matter. But I feel like it's actually the most helpful for numbers that are outside of three, six, nine, twelve, because you have no yeah. other way to say this. Like you're not I mean, yeah, you can use like it's at your northeast or whatever, but we oh, don't God. really say that. Right. No. Like, So I feel like, oh, saying it's your 7 or your 2 or your 4, I feel like that is really helpful because then you know exactly where to look. That's when this is most useful, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And usually things are. Usually things are not right behind you, directly behind you, directly in front of you. They're in a more nuanced direction. There really is no other way to say it if they're at the 1 o'clock or the 2 o'clock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess you could say like a little to your left or slightly behind blah, blah, blah. But I feel like this is, I mean, you could say uh, diagonal. That's one. Diagonal. Um, Mm -hmm. Or I think we've talked about things like perpendicular or catty corner or things like that. It gets too wordy. Um, It gets too wordy and
1: confusing if you do that, though.
0: Exactly. I I think so, too. And I think that that's why this is so helpful um, because you can be So, so, so specific. I mean, what's easier than explaining where something is and saying, oh, it's at your 10 o'clock. I mean, you know, everybody can get that feeling of being it's it's fun because you kind of like imagine yourself as a clock.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, and, I uh-huh. yeah. imagine yourself as a clock. Exactly. And you're or the world's orienting around you, right? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot. I, I especially like your example, kind of in a stealthy way to point people out when you don't want to go and point at them. That's the other point here, right, Michelle? In American culture, it's rude to point at people. Right. Sure. We I was always taught that as a kid. Don't point at people. Don't point your finger. That's considered rude, at least in this culture. So you need a verbal, um, a quiet, subtle way to say this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good point, Lindsay. Yeah, you don't you don't want to point. <laughs> And you don't want to maybe call too much attention to yourself. I mean, I'm trying to think of a situation like this that isn't just for like seeing somebody in a bar. Um, um, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, mean uh, anything, anything. Like, you, you just see something weird across the street and you're at an intersection and your friend, like, remember that right. guy in uh, Union Square that used to have a Cat on his head all the time. <laughs> Do you know right, what I'm talking right, about? Right. I feel like that would be a good example. Let's say I just got out of the train at Union Square, Union Station. Is it, it's Union Station, Union Square. Sorry, U- Union Square. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I get so confused now because I'm living here. But anyways, get out of the train and my fr- and I go to my friend. It's like, oh my gosh, at your one o'clock, there's a guy with a cat on his head, right? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> that kind right. of thing.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, that is a definitely good way that you could use it. So yeah, think of any time that you don't want to draw too much attention to yourself. You don't want to draw too much attention to the person. Mm-hmm. Um. So that could be a good way to use it. But yeah, guys, we've given you a lot of different ways that you can use a clock to give directions today. And yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of cool sounding as it's well. Cool. It can connect you to someone. I think it just sounds very natural, very, um. I don't know, a, a very fun. It's fun. It's yeah. It's fresh. It's unique. And yeah. I think you guys uh, should, you know, try it out today. What do you think, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, I think you can create a nice connection between you and the other person, especially if you're trying to subtly tell someone where something is. Um, that mm. could be a connection building moment. And guys, the only way to sound fun, fresh and unique like this is to take the plunge and try it. Just try to use it. Right. Maybe you'll make a mistake For at sure. first, but once you get it down, it'll be part of your repertoire. So use it, guys.
0: Awesome. Okay, Lindsay, this has been fun. And yeah, guys, let us know. Is this something that you do in your language? Do you use a clock to give directions? Because this is something I wouldn't have. Like, I don't know. It's it's not that natural when you think about it. Like, I wouldn't think to do this. So um, I'm curious if other if other languages Hmm. do this as well.
1: Yeah, maybe in European languages or something. Guys, come back to our blog and let us know. This is going to be episode 1478. Come back to the blog, find the episode, type in the comments and let us know. And don't forget, guys, go to allearsenglish.com slash coffee to sign up for the free live web class with the whole team of All Ears English on one web class to show you guys how to understand fast group conversations. Good stuff. All right, Michelle.
0: All right, I can't wait. I'll see you there, It's going to be great. See you there. Bye.
1: <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com/slash/my-score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.